Good morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen today. Expect miracles. God loves you. That's the number one reason you should expect miracles today. He is good. His mercy endures forever and he loves you. So welcome to Faith in the Morning. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. That's exactly what's going to happen today. This month we were talking about how much God loves you. We talked about how he loves you greatly and because he loves you, he provides for you. Talk about because he loves you, he sets you free, how you can live in freedom. And today we're going to share a message I shared earlier this year from a series called Victory. How there's a stance we have to take if we want to experience victory. God has victory because he because for you because he loves you. And victory is a gift from God that he gives you because he loves you. It's not a reward. It's a gift. But if you want to receive this gift and have victory in life, you need to take that stance, the right stance. And part of the stance is connected to how much God loves you and you believing in how much God loves you. So listen to this message. Be encouraged. And I'll see you in a few minutes. Strength and technique. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, stand, stand, therefore. So there's like two words that pop up again and again and again. Stand and against. Against, as we talked about before, is face-to-face combat. It implies withstanding or resisting something. And then outright, he says, stand, stand, stand. Strength and technique. Part of the technique is how you stand. Go back, now go back to 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Now, not just stand like, oh, I'm holding on, Jesus, holding on. No. Stand victoriously because you did everything you're supposed to do. Your stance is important. See, 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. That word also means firm. In the New Testament, metaphorically, of those who are fixed in purpose. Fixed in purpose. Sounds like total commitment to me. Unmovable. Immovable also means firmly persistent. Always abounding. Always increasing. Always overflowing. In the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor, your work, is not in vain. You know, I can't sing like the Clark sister, so I'm not going to sing is you're living in vain, but y'all get the point. What y'all do for God is not in vain. This word vain means results in nothing. So what you do for God produces results. Without effect, which means what you do for God has an effect. It also means of no purpose and fruitlessness. So what you do for God has purpose and it's fruitful. One of the things we looked at last week, you living right and making decisions to walk in love are weapons that impact the kingdom of darkness. So although sometimes like, is it worth it? Is anything I'm doing have an effect on anybody? Yes, it is. So be steadfast. Firm, immovable, knowing that your work for God is not worthless. 
it produces the intended effect. So to me, that sounds like a stance. And so can he show us a boxing stance? Now, there's no way I'm fighting him either. Now, he's in his stance, right? Now, here's something I Google quickly about a boxing stance. And it says, the importance of a good stance cannot be stressed enough. A good stance provides balance and is a key to both attacking and defensive techniques. Boxers should be able to throw a punch without losing their balance. Read it one more time. The importance of a good stance cannot be stressed enough. A good stance provides balance and is a key to both attacking and defensive techniques. Boxers should be able to throw a punch without losing their balance. Thank you. So the thing is, in this life, how's your stance? Because some of you are like, well, I'm going to attack. But you don't have a good balance. So you throw a punch and you're on the ground. Satan didn't even hit you. You just didn't have a good stance. Or he threw a blow and you try to block, but you knocked on your back. Because of your stance. That if you want to have good technique, you have to have a good stance. So go with me to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. We'll talk about your stance today. If you want to have good technique, so that you can experience winning and victory and fight the good fight of faith, you need to have a good stance. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. How's your stance? Now, this is a prayer I encourage you to pray for yourselves every day. This is what I pray for you often. One of the four to five prayers that I pray very frequently for you. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in what? Love. So, you know, we talked about love last week. I encourage you to listen to that message. We went through Amplified Classic Edition of chapter 13, 4 through 8. And that's what it's talking about. But rooted and grounded. You know, when I was praying this over you all this week, and I was thinking about the phrase rooted, you know, the importance of roots to a tree is it absorbs the nutrients and the water that the tree needs to exist and to survive and to thrive. And so I was praying, I said, yeah, Lord, we tap into the love flowing through our roots. Because it's not human love that we tapped into. Human love is fickle. It's emotional. Stirred up by Hollywood and Hallmark. I'm, I know y'all like those Hallmark movies. My wife loves them too. Me trying to be a good husband, I said, I'll watch one or two with you this season. After that, I'm out the room. But the thing is, how many know that emotional love that movie could stir up doesn't last that long? And then please don't base your life on what Hollywood and Hallmark does, because you know it's fake. You know they have a team of writers. <laughs> a team of writers to produce it. And it's good, people like it. That's why they have the team of writers. But don't compare yourself and your life to Hollywood. See, I was not even doing relationship stuff. I'm just gonna meddle just a tad bit. Ladies, don't compare your husband to that movie. You say, well, he doesn't write all those poems for me, but he works hard and brings a check every week. <laughs> and just to be fair, 
fellas. Just because she doesn't adi 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 adi, you get the point. <laughs> but she takes care of you and feeds you. Don't pay attention. Just because it's on TikTok doesn't mean it's real. Just because it's a part of their body doesn't mean it's real either. Stop comparing your, what you have to somebody else. The grass is not always greener. Sometimes it's a spray painted. Or astroturf. Be thankful for who's in your life. And don't compare them or yourselves to somebody else. Because we have a habit of comparing ourselves and our worst days to someone's highlight reels. Say, so, oh, they posted on Instagram, great. Do you know how much stuff you can do to an Instagram photo? Stop comparing yourself to what's fake or what's temporary. The only thing you compare yourself with is the word of God and what the Holy Ghost has spoken over your life. Because if you compare yourself to everyone else, you will be depressed. I can't adi adi like them. You don't need adi adi like them. Someone's like, what is he talking about? Don't worry about it. Do not Google it. Just keep looking forward. <laughs> Hallelujah. My notes, notes, notes. Ephesians 3.17, that's right. <laughs> Rooted and grounded in love. This word grounded means to lay a foundation for, to be settled to make stable. So one of the foundations of our lives is the love of God as defined in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. So that means in everything we do, we keep one hand on the love of God. One hand on the love of God, knowing that our stance and our stability is rooted in the love of God. Which means if you try to do anything for God and you're not rooted in the love of God, grounded in the love of God, you'll be off balance. And you'll be subject to fall. Everything we do has to be rooted in the love of God. Say, so everything I do has to be rooted in the love of God. Go to Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. You know, as we taught in a series last year, Colossians and Ephesians are twin epistles. Paul wrote them about the same time and sent them to be delivered by the same messenger. Going to churches that weren't too far from each other. So one of the things you'll see if you read Ephesians and Colossians together, you'll see a amplified understanding of what the Holy Ghost was saying through Paul at that time. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. As you have therefore received Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk or live ye in him. Rooted and built up in who? Him. Established in the faith, as you've been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Go to Luke chapter 6 and we'll come back here in a moment. Luke 6. Built up and established in him. Luke 6, 
starting with verse 47. Rooted and built up and established in him. We know on the love of God, but let's get a little bit more clarity of this part. Jesus said, whosoever comes to me and hears my saying and does them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a what? And when the flood arose, a stream or the storm beat vehemently upon the house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a what? But he that hears and does not is like the man without a foundation built a house upon the earth against what the stream of storm did beat vehemently and immediately it fell on the ruin of that house was great. Notice the storm comes to everybody's life. So just because you think you're going through a storm that no one else has seen the storm you've seen, other people have. The storm comes to everybody's life. But notice those who built their life or their house on the rock, the storm came, but it could not even shake it, agitate it get it stirred up could not move it sounds like immovable and steadfast to me right sounds like the stance we're supposed to have so what we have to understand from this example Jesus gave is what is the rock how would you say Jesus is the rock sounds like this is a trick question how many of you would say the word of God is the rock how many says I'm not lifting my hand no matter what because I know there's a I know there's a drop coming well, although Jesus is our rock and the word is the rock, that is not what Jesus defined here. Back to verse 47. Whosoever comes to me, so it's coming to Jesus, hears my saying, so that's hearing the what? The word, and does them. The rock is coming to Jesus, hearing the word of God, and doing the word. That is the rock. That is the foundation. That's how you're rooted and established in him. So it speaks to you about two things. Relationship and discipline to be in this book. Thank you so much for being part of Faith in Morning today. Go ahead and share this broadcast with others so they can be encouraged. Subscribe on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, rate us highly so other people can discover us. If you watch on Faith Plus, share the app with others so they can be encouraged in their faith. We're gonna continue more tomorrow. Remember, take this stance in the love of God and in the word of God so that you can experience victory. Love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.